Welcome to the Equest podcast. This is a special edition. Conversations with and for the Irish authorized funds industry with your host, Daniel Lawler. This episode specifically is inspired by Funds Ireland Minicon, a virtual conference taking place week commencing the 2nd of November 2020 and for the funds industry. CP86, the final chapter, transforming challenge into best practice. RSVP over at www.fundsirelandminicon.com. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the Equest podcast with me, Daniel Orr. If you're new to the Equest podcast, do hit subscribe on your preferred podcast provider platform, a lot of Ps, uh, so that you're kept up to date with all of our latest content and you get a little notification whenever a new podcast drops from Equest. This is part of our mini-series in the lead-up to Funds Ireland Minicon on CP86, which is happening in the first week of November. Check out fundsirelandminicon.com to RSVP and register for the event, which is free to do. And we're having five sessions over the course of the first week in November, with two hours for each session in the afternoon, where we'll be going through a range of issues affecting fund management companies and in relation to CP86. In addition to signing up for free, there is also a wonderful goodie bag that everybody who uh, signs up and attends gets, virtual goodie bags. So lots of nice bits and pieces in there. Make sure you get your hands on one by signing up at funsirelandminicon.com. So in the lead up to the event, I've been running a series of podcasts where I have each of the leaders of the different sessions as guests to give us a little taster for what to expect on their session at Funds Ireland. The guest for this episode is John Finney from Convergence. Uh, I've had John on a previous podcast. He's a fascinating guy to talk to. Uh, he's a data scientist, data analyst, data, uh, <laughs> data geek, if I'm allowed to say that. Loves uh, getting, into the, getting into the data and trying to pick it apart and understand what it is that the story is this data is telling. So John is running the session on Wednesday the 4th of November on oversight. And we know as funds management companies do more in terms of how they oversee delegates, but particularly investment managers, when the expectations are higher, that they're not just receiving data from the investment manager and checklists to say, yes, everything is fine, but they're looking for alternative ways to verify what they're hearing from the investment manager to manage that conflict of interest and make sure that there's nothing happening that they're not aware of. John is going to take this session. He's going to talk about two really interesting topics. He's going to talk about the access to data, so that the, the tons of data that exists already that firms can plug into and start to draw upon as a way to support or verify what they're doing directly with in terms of direct information from investment managers. So really interesting topic there. But also today he's going to look at the, the, the impact that that's going to have on the relationship between the designated person and the, man, and the investment manager when we start to shift uh, into this mode of being more challenging uh, and more demanding in terms of the information requests that we ask of investment managers as mancos, and really start to probe a little bit deeper than maybe we used to do in the past. So what kind of shift are we going to see in relationships? How are the investment managers going to respond to that? Are they going to be open or are they going to feel like this is just awfully hard work of why are they getting beaten up so much? So that's another topic John's going to cover in his session. And it's one of the things that we chat about during the course of this podcast. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode of the podcast, and make sure you register for Funds Ireland Minicon at fundsirelandminicon.com. 
Well, hello, John Finney, and welcome back to the Equest podcast. It's great to have you again. Thank you, Daniel. It's great to be back. Now, we're recording in uh, early October, about a month out from a very big day in the States. I know that's where you're based, but let's not go down that road. It seems too, too bumpy. Uh, let's talk about the weather. How are things in the States outside of uh, 3 November? Well, on the East Coast, Northeast right now, I'm in Connecticut. It's a beautiful fall morning, crisp, cool, and uh, sunny. Good thinking weather, John. Very good thinking weather. <laughs> Which leads us into um, Minicon. So um, we're doing obviously the series of podcasts where we're, we're chatting with the uh, partners we're working with for Minicon who are delivering these various sessions. And your session, John, is all about oversight of delegates. It's on Wednesday, the 4th of November. Uh, Want to get a sense of you, John, of, of what you've got lined up for us as we, we tune in to your session. Well, Daniel, I'm very excited to share some of the uh, more uh, important risk factors that we've identified in our study of uh, delegate organizations around the world. We're going to talk about five of those uh, items. We're going to talk about how a uh, MANCO can uh, work with delegates to understand these issues and more importantly, how to uh, examine the impact on the Irish entity. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And uh, of course, my passion is data and data science and analytics. And we're going to use that foundation to really talk about a new way of supporting uh, uh, designated persons within the MANCO uh, in the prosecution of their, their responsibilities. Great, because I, I, I certainly see working with MANCOs that one of, the, one of the big shifts I'm seeing is a real recognition of the importance of that relationship between the Manco and particularly the investment manager and how that oversight takes place because ultimately as the Manco your head is on the block and so you're, you're seeing Mancos really look at how they do that oversight and how they can do it better you know be more intrusive look for alternative sources of data so that they, they do a better job in, in overseeing investment managers. Absolutely. And the, uh, the challenge for MANCOs, um, like other uh, organizations around the world, is the cost uh, and challenges associated with gathering data uh, and putting it into a sensible storyboard so that you can examine trends, you can become more aware of some of the challenges surrounding the delegates' uh, ownership, uh, uh, you know, uh, particularly if they're owned by a a U.S. or a non-U.S. company or an affiliate of a U.S. and non-U.S. company. So the world of uh, data science and data analytics is advancing at a rapid pace and uh, delegates, um, designated persons and mancos should really understand what's available um, and embrace what makes sense for them. There's no uh, one-size-fits-all model out there. It's uh, quite diversified and varied, but at the end of the day, the intention is to uh, make the designated person and the manco more aware of some of the challenges that the delegate may face being affiliated with a global entity. And that's really important because I think we're, what we're seeing is a move away or a move to support in that supervision of investment managers that, that you're not entirely dependent on reporting from the investment manager. You're not entirely dependent on them telling you everything is fine. You're looking for other ways to verify that. And, and so having these other sources of data is the thing that's going to help you to sleep at night knowing that okay we've got some information from the investment manager but but outside of that because of the conflicts of interest and, and what have you that there's there's other data that you can review and rely on to 
understand that things are the way that they should be. So talk to me a little bit about what that data might tell you or, or what your, even what your sources for that data could be. Sure, I'll start with the sources. We collect information from a variety of, of public domain regulatory websites. We collect information from commercial sources that we purchase that is all based on regulatory filing data, but we, we find it more efficient to, to buy it than to do it ourselves. Um, and we take that data and we curate it and structure it in a manner that, again, helps tell a story about an organization. And I'll, I'll, I'll flip back and forth between the, the delegate and its affiliates um, as I discuss this. So as we look at time series, meaning we're looking at multiple years of, of observations, and what we're able to see in that time series are conditions that uh, are challenging for the delegate's affiliate or parent. Uh, those stresses, as we call them, those challenges, fall really into two primary uh, buckets, although there's really four, but two big ones we'll talk about really is the impact on compliance, because really compliance is a culture, and if the culture of compliance in the affiliate or the ownership entity is challenged, not to say that the delegate is going to be challenged in absolute terms, but a common reasonable person would believe that if the, the delegate's affiliate is challenged from a compliance point of view, then the delegate may be challenged as well. So it's, it's using common sense interpretations of fact uh, that we're hoping to share with delegates, uh, excuse me, with uh, uh, designated persons and, and their manco so that they can understand how the central bank may view, if you will, their responsibility more holistically. Uh, sometimes as the saying goes, where there's smoke, there has to be fire. You just don't know how intense the fire is, but you need to examine it. You need to understand it. And I think this is going to be the initial challenge for designated persons, which is what do I need to know? And once I know it, what can I do about it? So we're gonna talk about operational and compliance stress. And we're gonna talk about best practices in the United States that we observe with some of the world's leading uh, institutional investors, sometimes called allocators, how they deal with these exact issues. Because they, we, we, they face it today in the work we provide them. So uh, hopefully it'll be a, a, a broad and uh, enriching uh, discussion for all the participants um, who uh, listen in and, uh, and join us. Yeah, great, because it's, it's always really interesting to look across outside of the island here, look across at, at practices in other jurisdictions, and particularly when you get to the States with such a developed market, you tend to find they're a little bit ahead of where we are. So to, to, to see how best practices have developed there, and let's see what we can't lift and copy and paste and bring to our own day-to-days to, as ways of, of doing what we do better. Um, which, which obviously is what we're, we're all aiming to do. But one of the challenges uh, as we, we kind of shift to this or, or grab hold of this momentum of, of managers really being more challenging of investment managers is, is the kind of an, the culture shift that that might require where you've had investment managers um, who've had a relationship that's being you know, less intrusive and now you go to one where the, there's potentially it's going to be more intrusive with more questions and more follow-up and more challenge and the investment manager might not be used to that. So how, how will that play out? 
Well, look, I don't want to sound Pollyannish and naive um, <laughs> when, I, when I answer this. Um, it, it's going to be a struggle, to be honest, and, and, and it's going to require a level of diplomacy that um, uh, designated persons and mancos may not be used to. Um, this is not about um, a prescribed set of standards that the central bank has, has issued. Um, this is about the process for establishing uh, reasonable uh, uh, standards around control and safety and soundness. At the end of the day, I think, and this is, again, I, I may, this may be sound naive, but I do believe that de delegates are well, will be well served by understanding how to make the manco and the designated person successful. At the end of the day, if there's a tension and if there's, there's warfare um, uh, between the two, the central bank's objective is not going to be met. It's going to fail and more regulation and more stricter uh, guidelines will be issued. I mean, it's just natural. This, this is what will happen. The central bank's intention is good. Uh, and they're going to have to watch this carefully. And, they, and, and I like the fact that the man codes and the designated persons are on the, on the hot seat now. And it's up to them, because they're being paid for this, it's up to them to establish this dialogue. And by the way, the dialogue, uh, you know, is all about the diplomacy and it's about common goals, right? The delegates' goals and the manco's goals should really be one and the same. And, but to find that common ground, like in any, any uh, uh, relationship, that's the challenge. And so are the manco's up for it? You know, do the manco's have the people with the skill sets to engage in that more mature discussion uh, and that sensible discussion and, you know, the give and take that's going to be needed between the delegate and the manco. Uh, I'm really excited to, to watch this and to see how this evolves uh, because I know at the end of the day, it's good for business. You know, good compliance is good for business. And once you get over the um, teething pains, <laughs> that are gonna be associated with this, I think it is gonna be a, a, a wonderful outcome for the central bank and the delegates and the mancos and the designated people. Um, and the investors in there as well, somewhere, John. Pardon me? And the investors. Yes, obviously, yeah, the investors. This is all, this is all investor friendly. Um, and, that, and that, listen, the investors are watching this carefully and, and uh, they wanna understand that you know, it's not, it's not this, you know, internecine warfare between, you know, the organizations that, you know, everyone has their common good in mind uh, and they assume that. And now the question is, let's watch the behavior and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And that could be a very delicate dance between the, let's see, the Manco and the investment manager when you're, you're overseeing and you're trying to extract the information that you need, but the nature of the relationship has changed. So you've got to bring the investment manager along with you to, so that they understand why the requests for data are different or the conversations are a little bit pushier or punchier than they used to be. But it's not, the, the commercial reality is that the first instance isn't to fire and walk away. That's, that's not how it's going to work. So, so getting that balance right and moving it all in the right direction is, a, is a, an incredibly important piece and a, and a challenge for bankos that, um, they that, that they they will be getting to grips with so so really uh, interesting uh, part to have in that uh, in that session on the fourth of November.
So if we're going to wrap it up there, John, I just want to ask you, as people, uh, what are your, your hopes and wishes and, and intentions for people coming along to the session on oversight? What are they going to leave with, the, the, nuggle, the nuggets of, uh, of wisdom? So I would first say that there's an emerging world of data out there available to them, cost-effectively and sensibly. Uh, that world is here, uh, and they should embrace it. That would be point one. Point two is it is a relationship issue in terms of the success of CP86 and the CBI regulation, et cetera, um, that this is a, a good thing for investors and therefore it's going to require the participants in the industry to step up to a new level of maturity that at least I will tell you in the United States uh, doesn't exist to the extent it needs to, but it's getting better over time. Uh, the industry in the market is honest and, and you know, in, there's always bad apples out there, but the industry is by and large honest. They're trying to do the right thing, but it's about language. It's about communication. It's about developing a common perspective and working towards that, that unified outcome. Listen, the, the delegate, the, <laughs> the Manco and the investor, they, I hope they, I hope that the Minicon is sensitizes everybody to the, that reality. Uh, because it's 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 a very very stark requirement. Like this will not work unless they embrace that. And I think they all understand. They're all terrific uh, organizations, and uh, I think they understand it. But it's always good to hear it uh, from the people that observe it in real time. And and that's what Convergence and many of the other members of the, the Minicon sponsorship uh, bring is that pragmatic uh, on the streets experience that you can learn from. So I yeah. hope those are the two things they walk away from. Excellent. And I think that they're, they're both valuable lessons, getting that insight from another jurisdiction. And we, we all hear about that and we know it broadly, but to be able to see how you can plug into it and actually use it to help you do your job and, and do it better and more effectively, I think is, is really valuable. So let's wrap it up there, John. Don't want don't to spoil all the content in advance of uh, your <laughs> session on the 4th of November. Uh, but listen, thanks very much for, for spending a little bit of time with us, giving us a flavor for what we can expect from the day. You're very welcome, Daniel. And, and I do encourage uh, everyone, every Manco uh, and every designated person to, to participate. I think it's going to be a very recession. And I do look forward to meeting uh, many new uh, uh, colleagues and making many new acquaintances. So thank you, Daniel. Look forward to it. Great, and uh, so if you would like to come along to Funds Ireland Minicon, check out the website, fundsirelandminicon.com. You'll be able to RSVP there, free to sign up. A wonderful goodie bag for everybody who signs up and attends at least one of the sessions. And you get to hear John and all of the other uh, participants in Minicon share their insights, give you uh, some practical hints and tips and, and set you on your way to, uh, to being the best funds manco you can be. Thanks very much, John. We'll catch you next time on the Equest Podcast. You've been listening to the Equest Podcast, a special edition. Conversations inspired by Funds Ireland Minicon. RSVP at www.fundsirelandminicon.com. For more information about Equest or Daniel Lawler, visit www.equest.ie.